Welcome to the Julie Lawton Living Podcast, the place to get advice, tips, and tricks to building the life and luxury home of your dreams with 30-year business owner, designer, and builder, Julie Lawton. It all starts with a good plan. This is Julie Lawton Living. Hey guys, it's Julie. Welcome back to the Julie Lawton Living Podcast. This week, we're celebrating American Women's Business Day. And I'm anxious to give you some tips and tricks and, you know, advice on how I built my business. Let's dive right in. Well, my tips for women in business is all about, you know, there are no barriers. There are no boundaries. In reality, it's just what you want to do. And if, of course, if you're good at it, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a man's world or something that's not a woman's job, as they say, you know, because I'm in an all man's world. My sister's a rancher. She's in an all man's world. It's funny, you know, never bothered us one second, but um, you got to get rid of the fear of the fear is what needs to be tackled first it, as far as success in business. So you get rid of the fear, which is the barriers in your own mind. And then you start your checklist and your goals. So I'm all about goal setting. My grandma was about it. My mom's about it. You set your goals. And when times are tough, you go minute by minute, hour by hour, blah, blah, blah. There's a whole thing about that. But it, it's all about women in business is getting your goals set of what I'm going to do. Realize there is no barrier. There is no stigmatism. And, you know, there might be actual you know, things at the workplace, but that's different. But um, there are no barriers. So that's my advice is keep an open mind and go for what you want. I decided to start my own business because I was basically forced into it because when I was in New York City working for two architects and one designer and working with the top five developers in the city one-on-one, oh my God, the experience was insane. I was the lead designer. I was making decisions, presenting things and in charge of this whole process of model apartments and sometimes lobbies. And, you know, I also did commercial work, banks, bank lobbies and retail spaces, hundred thousand square foot law offices. It was huge. So it was a big um, team effort. And I had a lot of experience by the time I moved to California. And when I started in, I thought, I thought I'd just keep working for architects, you know, and, and, but they, I got to LA and they're like, you're too, you're overqualified. So I couldn't actually find a job. It was the early nineties and there was nobody hiring for, you know, at my level or I don't know what it it was just, there was no matches. So I just got a job in, uh, uh, on the street on retail custom kitchen sales, which is very odd to me, but that immediately propelled me into the residential market and the rest is history. So I was almost, I was basically you know, forced to starting my own business through the mishap of not being able to find a job exactly what what I was doing in New York because I just figured I'd keep doing the same thing. But the change and the change, which scares most people because I moved to LA and I started with nothing. I started over at 28 years old and the change propelled me into my own business and look where I am today. It's pretty fun. So I didn't let it get me down. I just... uh moved. I I went with the flow and then the flow turned into Julie's own business. (laughs) The lessons I learned in New York City, working with other people and under other people as a businesswoman is, you know, you're, you're, it's sink or swim because I was thrown into the deep end 
and you go in with an open mind and your talent comes out, you know, so what you know at the moment and what you've prepared for at the moment is what you got. So just go for it. You can't fail if you're just honest and you try hard and you show up. No one's ever going to put you down for showing up and giving it your all. And then you just grow, 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 grow from there. Because I was 21 in New York City. I was presenting to the number one top, number one builders, which are the top five, Milstein, Goodstein, Lefrak, Zeckendorf, Silverman, one-on-one, me, myself with presentation boards, you know, at 21, 22, 23 years old. It was insane. I was a baby. And, um, you know, I was uh, nervous, but... um, I just kind of blurred out the fact that there's just heavyweights across the table from me. And I just did it because what I knew best was my world of design. And that was easy for me. But being put against powerhouses who were 50 year old men with 40 story high rise buildings we were in charge of selling for them was over was huge. But the point is, it was um, your talent and what you know is what gets you through. And you can't can't be ever be um, put down for trying and giving you your all. It's about giving it your all. Running my own business um, has brought out all of my flaws and all of my talents. So what I've learned in the last 30 years of owning my own business and running my own business is really who I am and what works, what works for me and what works for the client and how I mold myself to the client. Cause I finally figured out who am I? Cause I, when I was in New York city, I didn't know I was this master salesman, you know, and I'm, and I'm here to serve, you know, I'm, I'm in the service business. So what I learned is how to improve my sales ability, which is good. And, you know, not talk too fast and take the time to explain to clients. Cause you're walking them into another world. They're walking they're in the dark unless you explain what's happening and you, and I don't like confusion. So I learned to be better in sales and I already had the presentation skills, but you got to really take the client through. And then what I also learned, which is funny is that I'm a good teacher because I was a swimming, swimming instructor when I was young and I always liked helping people. So I'm a good, a good teacher. But the number one thing I learned about myself, which is my superpower is I'm a good listener. So it's, that's what I learned. And then listening to others, especially my team and my clients, because you got to listen to both or it doesn't work, is how success is made because you know yourself and then you listen to who's around you and then you formulate the response and the action and the team, the process and the execution is beautiful because everybody's being heard And, you know, I'm up here like the puppet master and the or the guy that's conducting the orchestra. So it's fun to have a symphony of um, events happen. And we have a performance like this every single day. It's like putting on a play every single night. That's what construction is like. Show up. What are we doing? Let's go. We're on. And then we're off at three thirty. It's like every night's a performance or every day. Is it a performance? So what I learned about myself is I'm good at that part. I'm a good conductor and a good listener. So it's been fun because you can't fight who you are and you can't fight the reality and you can't fight the other people's personalities. You have to make it work and everybody's got to be happy in my book or is no, there's no show. Everybody's got to be happy down to the guy who sleeps the floor. We want everyone happy. And of course the clients, it starts with the client. I think the favorite part of owning my business is that word. No one likes to say, but it's the control. 
the control of quality, the quality control. My favorite part is I can control the quality because if I work for someone else and they were out there screwing it up, giving us a bad name, acting crazy, you know, all the things that happen with owners that screwed up, um, you know, from personal to business, professional, whatever. I couldn't do it. I couldn't shine if I knew that someone else was screwing it up. So being in charge of the quality and the performance of the, the crew and the, and the team and knowing that I'm actually giving the client five stars, what it's about for me. I like to control the quality and make sure that everybody's getting what they should get. All needs are being met. So that's what it's about for me, for being an owner. It's just like walking into the montage of the Four Seasons or the Beverly Hills Hotel. You feel loved when you walk in the door and you feel respected from the minute you walk in or the minute you make your hotel reservation, you're taken care of. That's the experience I've always strived for, for every single client. So they, if they can't figure out how I do it, that's how I do it. I copy a five-star hotel experience. And that's what it's about. From the first person that contacts you to the last person, it's an experience. Well, my biggest tips for women in business is stay strong, know who you are. And like me, it doesn't matter if it's a man's world or, or whatever. Just get rid of that fear and that stereotype and keep moving and doing what you do best because everybody multitests. Everybody's either a wife, a mother, a sister, you know, there's all this stuff going on, especially women, if you have kids, but it's all about focusing on what you're good at. Your job and your profession is your, is your talent, is your, is your superpower. Focus on your superpower and make it happen. That'll do it for this week. And thank you for joining me. And I'll see you next week right here on the podcast. And until then, happy American Business Women's Day. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Julie Lawton Living. For more information or to connect with Julie one-on-one, visit julielawtonliving.com. And don't forget, it all starts with a good plan.